What is happening, everybody? I I am here with Pablo Lopez from the Minnesota Twins. I hope you can all hear me. You should be able to. I Pablo Lopez, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. This is this is really cool. It's a cool concept. I love talking pitching. I know how pitching savvy you are. All of you are with the pitcher list uh, community and family. So Don't stop that. <laughs> just. Just looking forward to this. I think breaking pitching down, it's, I don't know. I, I can I can talk about this stuff for days. Yeah, it's it really is. And, and I've had such a pleasure to, uh, oh, I'm muted? Oh, no. Is any is all this muted? No. Okay. Hold on a second, guys. I will make sure that there is sound coming out of this. And no, I had it all set up perfectly. Okay. Um, one, one second. I've, uh, Pablo, look what I've done. Look what I've done, Pablo. I no. Let's do that. Let's send this out over here. Can I get my audio into you? Oh no. How do I do this? Pablo, yeah, hearing Pablo is the most. Oh, you guys can hear Pablo. You can hear. Okay, good. If you can hear Pablo, then that's good. Uh, as long as you can hear him, that's great. Who cares about me? Uh, is this all right, uh, Pablo? Say something lovely to these people. Um. Uh... What's up, guys? We're here to talk a ton about pitching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. And if you guys can hear me, then we're all good. All right, let's do this again. Hi. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to this very special live stream uh, here at Pitcher List. Uh, I am Nick Pollock, joined by Pablo Lopez of the Minnesota Twins. And what we're going to be doing today is going over one of his games on uh, September 22nd. Uh, and I've been dreaming this for such a long time. So really, again, Pablo, thank you so much for being here. Nah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, I like the concept. I like the idea. It's going to be fun to, you know, break break pitching down, in-game adjustments, why, like, sequencing decisions and, like, what us as pitchers are able to see to see if, what the next pitch is going to be, what we learned from the previous at-bat and all that. This is this is why Pablo Lopez is one of my favorites, guys. Um, and that's exactly right. It's the joy of pitching. Um, and it's something that I've been trying to share with as many people as I can. And to really to be able to do this with you as it goes on to really hear your mentality, hear your approach um, here. I, you know, great. Maybe I'm going to use my fastball here. Maybe not talk about maybe the the pregame stuff as well. And um, before we even get to that video, I do want to talk about, you know, preparing for this one and kind of what you do. So um, for everybody listening, I you they might not be familiar that you Gained a lot of velocity this past offseason, actually a year ago, I should say, entering the Twins. Uh, you gained a new breaking ball, and uh, you became this different pitcher. How would you describe your whole approach uh, through this year? No, it was. Uh, I entered the season with a tremendous amount of confidence because of all the work I put in the offseason with you know, my body, my mentality, and then the trade happening and all the resources that were provided by me by the Twins that allowed me to become, you know, better in a lot of different aspects of my game. Uh, I, I was already very motivated and hopeful after my 2022 season. And then like I found a lot of like, a lot of ways to get better. I went to driveline for the first time where the main thing I wanted, I really wanted to break everything down and find out what are the things I do well? What are the things I don't do so well? And like, how, what can I do to improve? What can I do to better those things? And then mm -hmm. once uh, we like dove right into it, and, you know, we found specific movements and exercises that 
better like were better for me, better for my arm action, uh, the efficiency of my mechanics, the momentum I was gaining on the mound. Uh, and then, yeah, like we saw like an improvement in, you know, fastball velo, which is always cool. It's always great. Who doesn't, yeah, love, absolutely. Who doesn't love throwing hard or at least harder? Um, and then, yeah, like making the transition to the twins, uh, really finding something that I was looking, uh, I was looking for for a really long time. You know, having a reliable breaking breaking ball, breaking yeah. pitch that I could use to, um, you know, put people away, make them more aware of like different zone, different areas of the zone. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, there's so much you could do with the 17 inches of the play. It doesn't sound like a lot, but like when you have pitches moving in all kinds of directions, like you, there's endless possibilities and once we found the pitch that allowed allowed us to go to my glove side and then like that yep. you know like it just it opened many many opportunities to sequencing approach yeah. putting people away yeah i remember when we talked in 2020 it was it was really kind of that that search for you know at the time was the curveball trying to really get more comfortable with that and yeah that slider i mean it's more of a sweeper if i'm not mistaken is really just opened everything up for you uh, not to mention, I mean, adding that extra velocity took this super well-commanded fastball that you already had and then just took it another level. Um, and then what made me so happy through this year is you started uh, utilizing that sinker a little bit differently, too. It, it's a great pitch, man. Like, sinkers are commonly known to be a contact pitch, to be an action pitch, you know? Like, not everyone right. throws Zach Wheeler's sinker that he gets swings and misses yeah. or he's like strike, strikes a ton of people out with it. But like it's a weapon. It's a weapon that you know when the pitch is on and you have a good like feel for it, you can use it to you know get quick outs, get back in account. But it's about understanding the pitch. Like the pitch always serves a purpose. Like if you mm -hmm. execute it, sometimes even if it's for a ball, like you can find a purpose to that. Like okay, you can see batters like shifting their eyesight more towards like in, like let's pretend it's a righty. Like yeah. there's, they, they start switching their eyes like more like close to them. And then guess what? That makes like that by that buys me some real estate out there. Like yeah. now you're looking for inside. I have I, ex I bought myself a couple more inches that way. And that, that that's the beauty of it. Like obviously when I'm on the mound, I want every single pitch to be a strike. I want every single pitch <laughs> to be perfect. Like sure. that, that's where the glove is. That's where I want it. But like it's understanding the purpose. Like that piece about movement. It's about like the action. It's about making the batter aware of that movement, that action, that location, and then like mm -hmm. using it to your advantage when you choose to like go to the other side of the plate. Yeah, what I'm really excited about, I believe in this one, you do a decent amount is utilize that sinker early on um, instead of kind of saving it to end something where it's a little difficult to get them out. And so it's like, all right, it's one zero count or something. They're not looking for the sinker inside, and maybe I can actually get that grounder to third uh, yeah. because you use it in the right way. You use it like 10% of the time and just inside the right-handers. Oh, and that's the way to do it, Pablo. It's so much better that way. It's a surprise pitch because you have such a good fastball that does not do that, and then they have no idea that that thing is coming, and I think they've got this meaty four-seamer, and then they just don't. <laughs> um, the The other thing I really wanted to talk about is uh, you know, prepping for games. I, I've, I've talked about it a lot to... To our community is every team has a different way of preparing for a ball game. Some just use um, some basic methods of saying, "Good, this guy has a woba against sliders in this area at this, um, and you have a good slide for that. Make sure you attack him like that." And a lot of them is more nuanced as well. Um, I kind of wanted to hear a little bit of that pregame process for you. 
Yeah, the pregame process, you can make it as complicated or as simple as you want. And uh, I've mm-hmm. done both. Uh, I would say that early in my career, I used to put way too much information in, like in my head, like when I made it to the big leagues, all those resources were thrown at me. Yeah, and I just I fell, I fell in love with it. I love information. I love data. I love statistics. I love all that stuff. And then I tried to like take advantage of it all. And then I found myself like, trying to do too much, like overdoing two things. And one of the biggest adjustments I ever made with notes was I made notes of like places or pitches I can go with rather than mm-hmm. the ones I should avoid. Like my notes sure. early in my career, 2018, 2019, my notes used to be all about what, like the things that the hitter do so well, uh-huh. and instead of being like, okay, but instead of being what I could do against the hitter, so like to me, yes. I would say that was always a that's always been the biggest adjustment I made with my notes. Like mm-hmm. my notes are gonna be simple. They're gonna be about what are the places I can go, what are the pitches I can throw, instead of right. making it like putting myself in the defense. Be like, this is what I shouldn't throw. I should avoid this. I love this so much. Uh, Work yeah. with your strengths. Not not no. Don't try and do too much. Do the yeah. thing that you do best. And Absolutely. when you say your notes, by the way, I think some people are like, what do you mean your notes? Uh, you have extensive notes. Yes, yes. Uh, I do have extensive notes of every single game. Uh, I do uh, pregame notes. Uh, Amazing. Uh, yeah, so I, oh, the day that I'm pitching, I do so much that I, what I try to do is the night before the game, I try to like predict what lineup I'm going to be facing. So like I try mm-hmm. to like look at their past games against righties, how they match the, like, you know, the players up. And then like I try to come up with my starting nine. And then obviously I'm not all the time I'm going to get it right, but that sure. way when I show up to the field the next day, I only have to write one or two dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's just using all kinds of people information. You know, we, uh, we get all kinds of notes from the uh, analytics department. We get, have access to, I mean, all the video you can imagine. Yeah, of course. Uh, all the websites like uh, True Media, Game Plan. And then mm-hmm. it's all about choosing the right amount of information. Uh, yeah. I look at the notes, I look at the heat maps, like blue is good for us, red is bad, red is where the hitters right. are crushing the ball. Um, I like looking at uh, QRV, quality run value, on mm-hmm. pitches and locations. I like looking at that one. I like looking at expected, expected slogging. Uh, sure. Obviously, like, you know, slugging and average are not like the deep, like, statistics and all that. But I like looking at that one, just a little bit of, like, old stuff. Yeah. And then it's about really finding what, uh, how to start and how to win and at bat. I try to keep right. my notes, like, the places I can go early, the places I can go late. The in-between, I try to do it in the moment. I try to listen to the game. I try to pay attention to what the haters are telling me. That's where I get my in-between from. My yeah. notes give me an idea, you know, early in the count, this pitch plays, late in the count, this pitch plays. But what do I do in an 0-1 count? What do I do in a 1-0 count? 1-1, 2-1, you know, like those in-between counts, I try to use my eyes and, you know, the catchers, they, they prepare as much as we do too. So it's also about trusting, you know, what the catcher's calling. But then like when you have an understanding of like if he's reading something that you're also reading, that gives so much more conviction to the pitch that you're about to throw. Yeah. Oh, I love all of that so much. Uh, and is there, you know, are there certain times where you're like, okay, this guy, I know what we're doing. I'm attacking him with this kind of thing. And that's, we're not really going to move off of that. Or is it more of just like, okay, I think likely it's better if I do this, but if I'm seeing something else, I'm able to pivot. Do you find yourself being more rigid or more fluid with it? 
I, I find I, I find myself being more fluid with it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's guys that you know it can be a spin party. You're gonna spin yeah. him a ton, which usually means that they're always on the fastball. They're always on the heater. They're hunting in. But like sometimes you see people just very late on fastball. Maybe you have a good fastball fastball that day. Maybe that guy's just a little off with his timing. Right. And then like once you like speed him up, then like you have to you have to like realize that you're gonna show him something that it's a little more towards the bad speed that he's showing you in the mm -hmm. moment. So it's all about the conviction, really though. Like if yeah, you know like if you know he's late, but like you're gonna move on to a different pitch, just throw with conviction, try to, to go to a good spot. But a lot of times we do get hurt that way. You know, like you mm -hmm. see someone that's late on a heater and then you give him something else. And because yeah. it's not located perfectly, you give yourself less room for error. You don't have as much wiggle room because you either sped him up or slow him down and you just matching his bat speed. Yeah, that, that's a great point there. Uh, actually, a really quick question from the chat I'm seeing here is, it's, it's something to think about when it comes to game planning and being fluid with that. Uh, did you find any sort of impact from the, the shorter time with the pitch clock that you couldn't take in as much information and really plan as the at-bat was going on? So I was still, obviously, the, before the game, I was planning as usual. But yeah. like in, the, in the moment, I had two pitch clock violations this year, and they happened mm -hmm. because I kept shaking, sh shaking to get to <laughs> a pitch I wanted to. Yeah. And it happened with no, where it happened when no one was on base, so you can't step up. There's no timeout. There's right, no right. Out. So like, I got uh, vi with a violation. So I started work using the pitch cone myself. Like mm -hmm. if I ever, if I knew exactly what I wanted to throw, get to it. Yeah. But I also, I think I'm guilty of, I shook, I shook, I shook. And when I saw the clock was at three seconds, I threw a pitch I wasn't like, I didn't get to the pitch I wanted to throw. Yeah. So like I threw another pitch and then, uh, yeah. So like, yeah, the clock does have a little impact on that. So that's right. why it's so important to be on the same pitch as your catcher because yeah, now, now, now you have less time. You are not able to shake your way to the pitch you want every single time. So like being in the same page, like you mm -hmm. let him know, like, this is what I've been working on. This is what works for me. Like, if you see that I'm missing to like my arm side, give me more play. Like let's yeah, use right, the, right. the pitch and then like, give me more play, shift yourself a little bit. So I'm big into the, the relationship between the pitcher and the catcher. I think it's one oh, of yeah. the best ones in the sport. Like they get to know you like no one else does on your team. And like when that relationship, when that is like dynamic and it's flowing, you can see like there's no shaking. He knows what you want. He knows yeah. what you're thinking. Oh man, I could not agree more about that. I mean, you guys are on the same team and you're on that island and you need that catcher to be there with you. It's so important. It makes you feel so much more confident too. And um, I, I honestly believe like, with uh with what Ali Rutschman's doing with the Orioles, that's a huge impact. You can see his leadership with that too, and that definitely makes a difference for them. Um, and I don't know how you could ever live without a pitch com on your own. <laughs> how could you? Uh, no, I need. I want this pitch. I'm not going to do a pitch violation because you're not getting it right. I need that right away. There's not a I, single moment that I would be without a pitch com on the mound. I, I realized that too late. <laughs> well, then at least not that late. Oh man. Um. So uh. So we're gonna get to this now, and I. Uh, Guys, everybody watching right now, uh, bear with me. It's the first time we're doing this, but uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I Hopefully, I'm going to get this up right very quickly inside of this. We go one, two, three. We got it. And I go back to this. Um, so uh, here we are. We have... Uh, nope, I got to do that. There it is. Beautiful. So this is the game on uh, September 22nd. I'm so honored to have Pablo here to just work through this with me. And we don't know what the flow is. We're just going to figure it out. 
Uh, and we're going to go to, so we have this first batter here. Tell us just kind of your thought process entering this. What are you going to try and attack him with? Uh, well, I do remember that's the guy that got drafted this year and got called up the same, the same season, which, yeah. I mean, just that itself, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And he had a, like a 20 some game streak going on, going into the game. So, you know, the guy takes his walks, you know, that the guy puts a ball in play. Like he's not, he's not like, he's not there to like really chase a ton. So you just want to attack him. You want to get after him. You want to set the tone. And I mean, first pitch of the game is as important as it gets. You know, you want to set the tone of like, I'm, I'm coming after you. Right. Like, I'm going to try to like be on, be on the hunt, be on the attack, uh, try to get ahead and stay ahead. So have you like, ever thrown a not in fastball first pitch of a game? Oh, I did it so many times this year. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so many batters that try to feast on them, like George Springer and Ronald Acuna come to mind. Yeah, Mookie Betts has done this. I uh, be ready to just take them down from the very beginning. Um, yep. And there's nothing that makes me happier than getting a whiff on a non-fastball first pitch of the game, because uh, yeah. it just says like you think you had it on me and you don't, <laughs> and you just set the tone forever. Um, so we're gonna kind of work through this one. And there's, I would imagine, lefty here. Generally, this means okay. You want to attack them inside with with four seamers, maybe get a, a over the plate strike, and then with a curveball, and then generally uh, change up down and away to to put them away. Is there? Do you find yourself using many sweepers? Would you say down and in? Are you, are you developing that skill for the back foot slider? Ah, so this actually that's funny because this is my first off season with the sweeper. So like yeah. I know, like I know I have still a ton of room of improvement with the pitch. And like I remember this was late September. Like I knew it was about time to start using it more, like early in the count or behind in the count. But uh, at this point, I know I have a lot, a lot of other weapons. At the time, I trusted more weapons to like attack. Like I knew mm-hmm. the fastball was in play. I know I knew the changer was in play, and like we were just gonna act like. Uh, use some play, get ahead, and then just figure out. Once you you can't strike anyone out with with, with zero strikes. Like oh oh, right. you can't strike anyone out. You have to get to two strikes. After that, then we we see like what we go for, to put away. Cool. All right, let's do it. So first pitch of the game. Out in front. You see ninety four like that, and that that's a pretty easy attack mode. It's like okay, cool. He's aggressive on it. Couldn't handle that. Um, when you see something like that from you're saying from a first year player. Does that mean you go back to the fastball there, or do you think like, okay, he's going to have that in his head now? Maybe I should try something else. Well, he swung under it, and then you yeah. know, like now he's got some. Now he saw it. Now he's gonna like he has an idea of what it looks like. He has an idea of what his timing was. So like, if you are gonna throw it again, don't throw it in that same spot. That was pretty exactly. middle middle. Yeah. Like, obviously, hitting's hard. You get away with some, but like, it's about time to get a little more specific. You know, you're ahead in the count. You know, he's there to swing the bat, but he also doesn't chase too much. So, like, be aggressive and specific in the zone. Uh, so, I'm curious if it's like a curveball now or a fastball inside. That's All a beautiful. Oh, man, that's so good. Oh, and he's aggressive on it, too, right? Yeah. Uh, so, is that kind of going through your head now of do I attack with another fastball or do I go to the secondary? Uh, yeah. So, like, obviously, you can see that the fastball went from away to inside. That's yeah. a good, that's a, that's a great 0 1 pitch. Like, dot it oh. inside. The Ooh. only thing. Like if you choose to go with a fastball, the only thing you have to do is use that triangle. You went here, here. Now you have to go here. Absolutely right. Or or use like a pitch that starts on the same height and then it yeah. just drops down. Which is my ca- in my case against a lefty would be the changeup. Of course, yeah, and that's where you know if you are going to work with a sweeper this offseason, that would be the fun stuff to do uh, to surprise them. 
Uh, it's always a really interesting thing. I know I'm spending so much time on the first at bat here, but I, uh, you know, when when it's not necessarily him, it's let's say it's like Freddie Freeman or someone. They know, okay, oh two now, two straight fastballs like this. Secondary comes, it's down, it's going to be, uh, you know, probably in the dirt or something. There are those fun moments, of course, that if you go the extra element to throw a changeup or something like that, then that says, oh wait, it's a fastball. Wait, no, it's not. That kind of stuff can be really fun. Uh, well, let's see what you went with here. I uh, third pitch of this one, strikes, okay, and you are go. going with the breaker and another foul ball. Now, obviously, another not foul. the one that you wanted to go with. <laughs> another one I wanted to go with, but you know, like he hadn't seen it. It was aggressive enough where he was like eighty-five. He came from the same tunnel, mm-hmm. and then like that's not where you want to throw it. But because it's so early in the game, he hadn't seen it. And like, okay, like he, he put up, he, he was able to put the ball on the uh, the bat on it, but like he didn't do any damage with it. Yeah. Now you have you can. Uh, you can go with it again. You have to get it to the right spot, which in an O2 counts against against a lefty would be to the back foot. Right. You still have the up, especially after mm-hmm. you show him a breaker after the fastball, or the one place we haven't done, which we had we haven't gone yet, which is like the down and away with the changeup. Sure. sure. Yeah. The uh, my thought process of this is I see an 85 that let's say let's say he was actually sitting on that. Generally, O2 count where you're super aggressive and trying to protect, and you're thinking maybe not fastball. And your timing is at 85. This is not going foul. This is going heavily in play. And if I see a, a, a guy foul that off, I'm like, oh man, all right. I gave him the greatest gift of an O2 and he can't do that. Then, like, all right, if I throw this under the zone like I was wanting to before, I don't think that he's going to be able to, to hit that. That's where my head goes. But honestly, you can throw whatever the heck you want now. <laughs> I mean, you could, you know, if you, if you get this, if you get a fastball upstairs, that's great. If you throw a slider downstairs, let's see what we got. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's the good stuff. That's like, that's like classic Pablo. That's like 2019, you know, the Marlins, like, there it is all day. Oh my gosh. Well, right. It's actually a little bit surprising that it took you four to, to throw a change up to a lefty. I think it's because we took like let, let me let me go through my notes. I have my yeah, notes please. for that game there. So like that was September twenty second. This notebook and, is so cool. I gotta say, Pablo, <laughs> I love this so much. And that's Chanuel, right? I don't know how to pronounce yeah. his name correctly. Chanuel? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we Chanuel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if he's hearing this and he's here misbetraying his name. Uh, yeah, so it's really like off speeds down. So like, obviously mm-hmm. I got away with the sweeper in the zone. And, but then like once, once we chose to go with the other off speed, just like get it down. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was, that's perfect. Uh, it, it's, but strikes. I, I don't make those noises unless it's real. Like, no, and, it's uh, that was insane. So first pitch, you have a, um, a righty up now. And is that the sinker inside? Yes, it is. Love that. I mean, this is perfect spot. You want this right on the inside edge. Um, you get someone who's aggressive to foul that straight back. Uh, that is that surprise pitch. After throwing that one, are you inclined to move to something else, or are you thinking, no, I can probably get this in again? Uh because it's that early in the game, I would be more inclined to just expand to the exact opposite side of the play. Sure. Because if yeah. I choose to throw another sinker, I know exactly how I know how specific I have to be. Like he was on that. Like obviously, yeah. he didn't follow follow it up straight back, but he also didn't follow it up to the uh, to the first base dugout. So like he right. was somewhat on it. He's aggressive. Uh, he's always on the heater. So it's like okay, like let me just try to like cheat his eyesight another way. He's already aware of inside. 
mm-hmm. like if I try to go deeper, he's probably going to take it. Like he's going to yeah. recognize it early. He's probably going to take it. So like, let's just move on to the other side of the plate. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, there's a part of me that thinks that uh, if you get a four seamer to match off of that, it would look like the sinker coming in and then it would stay on the inside corner. But I mean, you throw a breaker now, you change his timing completely. You throw you know, a curveball, first strike, super first strike down and away. Uh, you could even take advantage. Maybe he's showcasing that he's aggressive because he's swinging that first pitch. Um, yep. And that's where his timing is. So you can probably beat him out of the zone. So, but I mean, it all starts like the most important pitch here is what is the, the pitch that gets the first swing? Uh, and once you get that, then you're able to understand their flow and be able to take advantage of it. Oh. So, oh, that's such a good weapon, Pablo. Oh my gosh. Uh, next one. So you have a sweeper. You're trying, uh, I imagine this one was supposed to be in the zone, correct? Or are you actually trying to stay out of the zone on this? So, oh, one count, you, you're trying to get to two strikes. Yeah. Uh, you want to, you want to have it in the zone, but you also don't want to make it a cookie. Like, yeah, of you, you want to make it competitive and like, I'm fine missing there in an oh, one count, mm-hmm. you know, that's a pitch that someone could like, like someone could swing at it. Like, uh, in this case, he didn't, but like, it serves a purpose. Like, yeah, absolutely. Aware, aware of inside his eye shifted. He didn't like swing at it, but like, he knows that we're going to be playing this game. And like, yeah. now it could go, it could, it could go either way. Right. There's, there's uh, a right or wrong answer. Like, but the, and the best part is you normally, you know, normally it's between two pitches inside of an at bat. The thing is, you have the weapon of the changeup. And when he thinks he's back onto a fastball, it's a changeup. And it's so fun. I, uh, when, when, when you throw a pitch like this, are you, thinking more about getting it away or are you thinking more about getting it down uh more away more away yeah. cool uh good stuff all right uh so here we are it is a one one count that seems to have helped both teams because <laughs> he thinks he's going back to it now you think that it's it's the game of every other you just completely messed them up i mean you see that swing and it's you're not you're not throwing anything in the zone next pitch, are you? Yeah, you, yeah. You see that swing, and like you know, like I mean, you can you can go back to that spot, or because he didn't commit fully to it, he somewhat recognized it. So that's right. when you have to like be careful. Like yeah, he yeah. like he, he couldn't hold him. He ended up pulling the trigger on that, but he didn't fully commit. So at some point, he recognized yeah. the movement when it started. So like now you have to be like okay, if I move if I go into this pitch, like it has to be too fine close to the zone. Like I can, I can go inside. I can go up and in with yeah. a four seam, or like just, or giving something that starts where that sweeper starts and then comes back this way, sure. which in my Absolutely. case is the sinker or the changeup. Right. Uh, I'm curious yeah, where you're going to go with seven. because I mean I think with the more advanced One, guys two. you might go changeup here. Uh, I mean, you, <laughs> so you do you do a backdoor changeup. Uh, yeah. Was yeah. was the intention to be a backdoor one specifically, or was it to be underneath the zone? It was more to be backdoor. Yeah, uh, nice. Because, because, like I said, like you saw the the swing on the sweeper. Like, yeah, like he wanted to swing at it, but then he recognized, so like that's going, that's not yeah. gonna be in the zone. So, like, I, I mean, I'm not a hitter, but like you know, like you, I get to study hitters a lot, and right. I would say he didn't swing the bat because he saw that ball starting with the previous pitch started, and then he thought that the ball was gonna, you know, turn to my glove side like the mm-hmm. sweeper. And then it ended up coming, you know, the other way. Right. And it's interesting because I actually don't see too many pitchers throw backdoor changeups. Uh, it's mostly a, a sinker or two seamer. Um, but you do get a lot more movement on that changeup and you're utilizing it like that, which is, I don't know, it's really incredible. And uh, also not seeing it at that speed, because even if he thought it was coming back at that speed, probably would still be ahead of it or at the end of the bat, um, ending yeah. the bat either way. So 
That's awesome. Love that. Uh, all right. So now you've taken out two guys with changeups. Uh, clearly, it's a changeup day. Uh, that's the four seamer, not the sinker, right? Yep, that's a four seam. Right. So utilizing that, if you get that swing, uh, what's your first instinct on that? Is it a sinker further inside or is it going off speed now? Uh, I would I would go back to it, but it would mm-hmm. also depend on the, the batter. So that's yeah, Drury. So with Brandon Drury. I I mean, that's have... such a perfect up and in four seamer, especially when he's aggressive, he still can't get to it. So like he kills uh, balls down, mm-hmm. and that that includes sinkers. So like sinkers have to they have to be like yeah too too fine too fine located and like with that kind of swing like I'm more inclined to go back to that spot. Interesting, yeah. So so right. So because of Jury's skill of saying hey look I, I hit balls low, even though I you know there might be a situation where you stay you know middle height inside or so that would be all right. It's riskier because he does well at the, uh, the low one. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to push that kind of aside mentally. I'm going to try and attack him with four seamers upstairs mostly. Yep. Cool. Love that. Uh, so that's that's the merge that I love between uh, kind of your notes before. And you get that pitch up and in. And Drury's the kind of guy that uh, you know, I call it the Mookie Betts rule, I guess, <laughs> is you throw it past him. He doesn't, he isn't able to handle it. And you throw it again and he makes a good enough adjustment. That's not like a, that's not a hard hit ball. That's a little flare to left center field. Yeah. But, and you can't really do much about that. It's like a perfectly spotted pitch. <laughs> can't um, do much about that. Yeah. Uh, but that's Drury. Like, it kind of makes you think with him, it's, uh, he's such a good hitter. I don't know. He's, he's, uh, it's tough to get a guy like sure, him. No um, yeah. Now, pitching from the stretch, young- do you normally find you, you need to get into a groove? Like, I've seen guys before the first pitch they throw in the stretch or the first couple at bats that you're not quite there. Do you feel really comfortable inside of it? Uh, I feel pretty comfortable. I mean, in my pregame bullpen, I throw four pitches from the windup and then I move on to the stretch. Mm-hmm. Like I go straight to the stretch. Like you said, like it's a little harder to get into that rhythm because you have to be mindful that you have to be quicker to the play, that you have to hold up, like hold the runners, control the running game. So like I try to get a lot of reps in the pen. Uh, so that way I have an idea of like where my timing is. Like if right. I already, if I already, like in the pregame bullpen, I realized that I was a little late. I'm able to fix it, like try to fix it there rather than fix it when it matters, you know, on the mound. Of course. Yeah. Well, oh, absolutely. Um, so, all right. So let's, players, let's go through with this. Around, uh, first bit you go with is a changeup. So I assume yep. in the notes you're like, okay, this guy's aggressive on a fastball when there's someone on base or just in general. Uh, yeah, aggressive on the fastball, um, uh, off speeds down. Yeah, there you go. It's that, it's that simple. I, uh, there's a, there's also a general, um, understanding when there's a guy on base, the first time, two, really. I mean, there, that's, that's the cool thing too. A lot of pitchers I've seen, they throw a change up and they miss of the first one and they move away from it because they either don't have confidence in it or they also feel like they just showed something so that the batter is now you don't have the advantage against them. And you're like, absolutely not. I'm going to throw exactly the game plan that I had, and it's going to be effective. Beautifully done right at the bottom of the zone. Yeah. I mean, you didn't show him your good one, so like you don't know where his timing is. And a great point. Uh, and you see that. I mean, it's like you don't... He wants heat, so you don't give him heat, right? Yep. Beautiful. And there's there's a sweeper underneath. So, so now, I mean, like the, he has to be thinking he's not going to get heat, but does that matter? Do you just throw another slider again or uh, down and away out of the zone for another whiff? Or do you play that extra game of going to another level of going to the fastball instead now to show him something he hasn't seen yet? You could throw that same pitch like 
you could and actually you should yeah <laughs> uh, but like sometimes like if you get a little too picky like okay i've i've shown him three off speed pitches he hasn't yeah. seen my fastball i don't know where his timing is like mm -hmm. let's try to sneak one by him by him right now and if i'm not mistaken i think he actually ends up hitting this ball pretty well oh, because man. i've got to have a fastball by him spoiler alert pablo uh, yes, yeah, so there you go. So right, so there. Oh, that's a fantastic play. Uh, that's a 97 mile per hour fastball upstairs. That I, uh, I mean, it looks great to me. I. Uh, that is not a bad pitch. Like that's a fantastic pick, pitch again. Um, but this kind of goes to the theory of like, right, a guy's going up to the plate looking for a certain thing, and they're gonna sell out for it all the time. Yep. And even though the story that you just showcased was like, no, I'm not going to give that to you and you really should be protective of it. It doesn't matter. He wasn't even defensive on this. He like hard lined it uh, nearly up the middle, right? Like on seven, probably. Crushed that thing. Like, how did he do that? That's up and in at 97. Um, but it really does speak to the point of sometimes, you know, I've certainly been like, oh man, we throw another, you know, you can't really throw it now because of he's going to be on that thing. Like, no, just make him prove that he can't yet, right? Yeah, um, and like this is like one of those things. Like you have to remember that going into the next at bat, like he was on that thing after like we slow him down with three consecutive slow. Um, yeah, um, right. Offset pitches, and he was able to put that kind of swing on a fastball. Then like that already puts it on my like on my on my memory. Like okay, this guy can do this, you know. Absolutely. Oh man. All right. Yeah. So you're not going to do Sorry, that again. Uh, we'll talk about he the next time up with him. Uh, so now you have a uh, second year, inning now, fresh inning, first pitch sweeper, fouls it back, and you see the aggression on a breaking ball is rare to see. To start yeah. back. Yeah, uh, which, which is like sometimes why first pitch fastballs in an inning, it's like a little like, like we're shying away from it a little bit because yeah. you're so used to like, oh yeah, you're just going to start an inning, set the tone, and you know, like next thing you know, uh, it's a double and like now you're from the stretch with the guy in second base so it's just beyond the attack with your good stuff from from the get-go definitely i mean that's a great first pitch they to get a foul ball on that too but it really says don't throw another uh breaker there and that's perfect oh yes oh I've been, it's been so awesome seeing you utilize that sinker like this because this is an 0-1 count where if you execute like this which you're so good at right inside you either get a ground ball to third for an out you get a foul ball and you get to strike two like it's so rare, especially after seeing that slider away, uh, yeah. to and then they swing at it for this to be handled in any fashion. Uh, that's a beautiful pitch, Pablo. Mm -hmm. Thanks, man. Oh, that's like not enough pitchers do that and effectively. It's beautiful. See, so now, I mean, you can do whatever you want. My 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 um my joy would be a changeup underneath now, but I'm not sure what you go with. Not sure either. I don't remember. <laughs> well, it's, we'll see. It's a good place to be uh, roster wise. Oh, you okay? You tried to. Okay, yes. Better. <laughs> right? Because I mean, he just you know he's thinking about the slider way. He's thinking about that he's not on the fastball at all, and then he would think like you're trying to sneak one in. Um, it feels like in a bat you can kind of throw anything, and you do another one, and you see that fell off down. Does that make you inclined to say like he just missed it, and I could probably get him with another one, or is it that I need to try something else? Well, if you look at where that change is located, that's I mean that's down there and like yeah. yeah he's got some long arms his barrel stays through the zone for a long time so uh and that's like in the inner lane so i would be inclined to go back to a fastball the only the one that he hasn't seen which is the forcing you know he hasn't seen that movement i haven't like I haven't attempted to climb uh yet. yeah right so like that's what 
that's the message I would get from a swing like that in that yeah, situation. I mean, seeing Adele swing at three straight pitches to me is like, you can't throw anything in the zone right now. Yeah. Uh, he is so ready and jumping out of his shoes for something. Uh, so I'm curious uh, what we get now. Adele, uh, if it is a high fastball, hopefully not in the zone. Upstairs Good. for strike three. See? Yeah, he's done. Easy. Let's move on. <laughs> Three. Love it. Love it. I mean, that's, you know, the stuff that you can do when uh, when you have command of the things, you know, of your arsenal um, is fantastic. And of course, you know, you miss that one out of the zone. Is there something when you see something like that, that was an up and away, not just missing high, but also uh, arm side. Is there something mentally that you think about after throwing that to make an adjustment? It's it's about whatever mental cues you can tell yourself. Like in, mm-hmm. like whenever I see like that kind of miss, like the first thing that comes comes into my mind is that my arm was a little late. Okay. So I go I go back to the way I feel when I break my hands, and sure. then like okay. I tell myself like give yourself more time. Yeah. So right. So so when you see that, because there's a couple different places that you could assign the problem, right? It could be, as you say, you say for you, it's, hey, I got to get that arm out of the glove faster. Um, for some, it's, hey, I need to make sure that I'm pushing off a little bit harder or yep. keeping my shoulder closed a little bit longer, right? Or- uh, as long as it's something, you know, honestly, I would tell my, uh, when I coached, I would tell the, the catchers anytime they saw some bad pitch, they would just give some random advice. It doesn't need to be the right one, but just as a pitcher, you just got to think about something and then normally the muscle memory fixes it. So I... Uh, when you see a pitch like that, do you want to throw the same one again and actually get it right? Or do you want to go to something else? I'm, I'm perfectly fine going with something else. But like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, if like the catcher calls for a fastball and like we were trying to go up for a reason. Like right. uh, we know that's the place to go with the fastball. So like if I hear again, I'm perfectly fine going with it. I just know what the adjustment has to be in order to make it a little bit more competitive. Sure. Uh, so let's see what we get. Uh, so once again, it is leaking to the right. That is supposed to be inside. Uh, I love the approach of that. Uh, and so again, it's Jesus. same kind of mentality of like, hey, cool. I got to make another adjustment with it. You go with a, a slider uh, inside the zone, ground out to second. I uh, all three of those were arm side there, right? Uh, and is that again? Is that that kind of conversation is going on in your head at that moment of of different things that you're going through to to make an adjustment? Yeah, so I went from missing arm side way up, like non-competitive right. pitch. Then I got it down, and it, it leaked a, a little bit, a little bit. But it was, you know, it was striking. You want to get right. in the zone. You want to get back in the count. And then we go with the oh, uh, sorry, one-one slider. Uh, yep. So like, you know, that's a leverage count. You want to win in. Um, but I, you do know, you have to be a little more specific with it. Like he hasn't, he hasn't show, shown you yet what he can do with his fastball. And you saw he hit that right. ball kind of hard. Right. Like he, he didn't prove, he didn't show me yet where his timing was with the fastball. So I think obviously with the, uh, where Kyle Farmer was playing allowed me to get the out, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I think the message I get from that at bat is like, you know, like fix your timing up a little bit. And like, yeah, I saw those three misses going to my arm side. Like there has to be an adjustment to make sure that I'm hitting that glove side lane. Yeah, no, that makes all the sense. Um, and also with the, you know, with the lefty, we talked about with the righty, you're throwing that slider and you're thinking more about getting it away than you are low uh, for that one. Is it the same thing with the with the lefty or are you thinking more about stealing that down area for them as opposed to just kind of keeping it away from them? No, I think I'm not looking to like I'm not looking to be perfectly perfect, like 
on a low and away slider. Mm -hmm. Like obviously yeah. like those back doors are, you know, they're, they're pretty they're amazing, but there's incredibly hard to execute. Right. They're so hard. Yeah. Like, and, you know, <laughs> like you don't, you don't need to be that specific. You just yeah. have to move, move your sides a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. uh, this is a one, one count. I want it in the zone. Sure. Uh, and then like, I'm looking, I'm thinking more down. I'm thinking more down than I'm thinking like to the back. Foot. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm not looking to go back footing a one one count, but like I'm right. looking to like get it more, get make it a little better than that was. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's it's a really interesting conversation. I think about because um, again, it's the same it's the same kind of thing, righty lefty, but also as you release it, you're trying to miss in certain ways. You're trying to actually go after it in a different way, uh, which I think is just so fun. You can actually see how things transition uh, and and are executed based on that uh, mentalities in the game. Oh man. Oh, this oh, they do so much. Okay. Uh, so, oh, I missed the first pitch here. Um, we have Grichik. And Grichik, of course, can take advantage of a fastball and you don't care. You're just uh, sinker right in there. I mean, imagine, of course, I was trying to be arm side, but I also think that Grichik is so used to a first pitch breaker that you could sneak in in fastball there. Yeah, yeah. You want to use the play. You, you want to yeah. use the play. You want to get it, get it in the zone. And depending what you see, you move on. Like, you know, he didn't swing at a middle, middle fastball. He's not going to let it go by again. So, like, if we choose to go with the same pitch, get it get it to a good spot. Right. Cool. Uh, so, so after this, I mean, oh, one. Put everybody on waivers. Oh, I love that you went back Robert's with it. Yes. Because, again, Grichik is so used to, you see, the whole old rule is big boy, you throw slow. And he's so used to all those sliders down and away as a righty. Yeah. And being able to sneak that sinker inside corner to get him ground out in 01. And I love the fact that you're using it before you get to two strikes, before it gets too late, because you can get those quick outs, and that means you can get to the sixth inning so much easier and faster. Yeah, efficiency. And then, like, see, like, middle, middle, we choose to go with it again, a little more specific, make, right. make it better. Make sure you hit that lane. Yeah. Because, you know, he's aggressive, he's hunting uh, He's hunting on the fastball. He, he, he's, he's a strong guy, you know, like, he's oh, a yeah. power guy. He likes hitting the ball gap to gap and all that, so... He's not, he's not going to miss another middle-middle fastball, so just make it more specific. Absolutely. And what's really interesting, the thing that you're talking about there, is that, oh, oh, you're having a different approach with that sinker than you are at 01. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking to use the movement, but, like, getting in closer to the, to the zone. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, early in my career, when I was working with the pitch, it's an oh, oh count. We were going sinker with the righty, and you see the catcher sitting black. Like he's right on the corner. Yeah. And then like if if you start that pitch on the catcher's mid, it's not gonna end up there. It's right. gonna take off, then it's gonna be a ball ball unless the guy's super aggressive and he swings at it. Mm -hmm. So oh oh count, you're not guaranteed that the guy's gonna swing at it. You know, you, you don't know that for sure. So like it's 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 moving, it's hard, it's a good movement pitch, just like challenge, like get in right. the zone, challenge in the zone, and then he didn't swing at it. Okay, like let's go again, just get it to a good spot. Yeah. Uh, and also you bring up a, a very interesting conversation I have with a lot of pitchers is there's different preferences when it comes to gloves. Some think, okay, I have the initial target and then I, before I release it, they're going to move it down and bring it back up and that's fine. Some say I want the glove where the ball lands. Some want the glove where I want to start the pitch. What are your preferences when it comes to a catcher's location? Uh, I like to see the glove where the ball where I want the ball to start. 
mm-hmm. unless it's a forcing fastball. If it's a forcing fastball, I want the glove where it's supposed to end. Sure. Any other pitch with movement, I want the ball where it's supposed to start. No, because interesting. I, yeah. Because I want to throw every single – because I'm looking to throw every pitch like a fastball. It's just yeah. a different grip. So, like, the fastball, you know, it's going to stay through. It's going to, like, it's going to go to that spot. Now, the two-seam fastball, like, I'm, I want to throw – I want to feel that I'm throwing a four-seam. So, I'm mm-hmm. aiming at the glove, and then, like, the ball's going to move what the ball's going to do. Right. So, like, if we want this pitch to end up middle-middle, I can't aim middle-middle because I'm always looking for the glove. It's just going to take off. So, like, I shift my eyes, I shift my catcher a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to develop that relationship, you know, like, okay. Absolutely. Whenever you're not throwing a fastball, you want the glove or you want the pitch to start. And then, yeah. like, then you you identify the count, the situation, and then you give me the target accordingly. Yeah, oh, that's great. Uh, I was the complete opposite, Pablo. I wanted, I wanted the glove where the ball was going to go. Uh, I was like, okay, cool, I can make this work. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, also what always frustrated me too, is there were catchers that, um, and I see this all the time and it blows my mind is where the catcher sets up a lot of, I see pitchers that hit that exact target and that spot is not a good one. Um, it is, you know, setting up say middle away for a two seamer that is very hittable and it, it turns into a hit. Or, um, I see guys that I can see, feel like they need that big mitt to be able to hit. And then as they look up to deliver the glove is down as they're trying to frame it better. And it happened to me when I was in college and I told the catchers like, don't, I'm sorry. I don't, I lose the frame. I don't care. I need that giant thing. I'll hit the spot. You, you won't need to frame anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, obviously I did, but still um, it's, it's interesting. Again, as you're mentioning that relationship between pitcher and catcher is just so important. Uh, we're going to, we're going to go here to the, uh, the third inning. We've got a fastball up 95. You're against Fletcher here in there's a thing that's taught to a lot of uh, younger pitchers, which is bottom of the lineup, you take a small foot off the gas pedal. This is a kind of a time to find any lost pitches, especially the third inning. You're going to face the the top of the order soon enough. Are you thinking about that at all? Are you thinking maybe I can get a, a curveball in during this at-bat against Fletcher so that I can find it against a tougher guy earlier on um, later in the inning? No, I'm thinking I'm uh, get this guy. Do you yeah, like this one of the lineup? You you have to go and get this guy. It it happened a lot earlier early in my career, especially mm-hmm. pitching in the National League. We got to face a pitcher. Oh and yeah, you know, right. Like, we got to face a pitcher. Like it's the bottom of the lineup. It's almost a free out, and yeah. then like you find yourself getting in trouble, and then guess what? It happens quick, and then you get in trouble sure. quick. So. Uh, yeah, like if you're looking to get a feel for a pitch, you know, you have to be careful. You have to do it when you're in an advantage count. Say that right. I'm searching for my curveball. I'm going to do it in an 01 or 02 count because mm-hmm. if I miss, I still have, you know, the leverage on the count. But now, bottom of the lineup, I'm still going on the attack. Cool. All right. Well, let's see you attack Fletcher. You're one count. Good slide. That's exactly what you're talking about. Cool. Focusing more on away than it is down. He takes it there and it's kind of a check swing. And you go back with the slider uh, down and away. Uh, a lot of times I've seen that kind of be as a surprise called strike. Uh, was it more of that? Or was it something that kind of floated a little bit higher up? Um, were you trying to get that in the dirt? I was trying to get it away. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying yeah, to... Further, like, yeah, laterally, yeah. Like same height, just maybe two more balls to the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like... Uh, because I showed him the O one, it was in the zone. It was it yeah. was up. That was right. the same line. It was just all the way down. And I'm looking to just get it 
you know, yeah, like further maybe, away on that. Absolutely. Yeah, like it's Fletcher. He's not going to strike out. Fletcher never strikes out. Yeah. You're not going to strike this guy out. So I think a lot of my mentality with guys like that is also challenge in the zone. Mm. Like get Andy at bat quick. Like if sure. you try to make a guy like him chase, you're going to find yourself in a two, two, three, two count. So I think also like knowing who's, who's hitting, just make it a good pitch close to the zone. That's a, that's a really great point. I love that. Uh, and now we have Stefanik. Uh, ball, you challenge right him with a fastball early inside yeah. at 95. Don't easy flyout. Man, those are the best, right? So uh, you you execute one pitch, and it's over and done. And you, you can know, just, everything is great. Kids, throw inside fastballs effectively. Learn that skill. I'm. Oh, my gosh. It, it's it's how you win. Okay. Right back at the top of the lineup, and uh, you throw. Oh, man, look at that. That's the pitch. Oh, gosh. I want to see that so much next year. Uh, oh no, that's my one wish for Christmas, Pablo. Okay, here's the thing though. You see how that pitch is at 87? Yes. That's how they all should be. And it's this is an OO count, and that's yep. something I kept working in the like as the season went on. Not because I'm looking to throw for a strike, I'm gonna back up the pitch. Mm. And like I think it's gonna it's gonna haunt me later in the game where I try <laughs> to sneak one in early in the count. And it's not 87, it's going to be 82 for whatever yeah. reason, just because I'm aiming to be for a strike. So, mm-hmm. um, like, later in the season, my whole mentality was, like, just throw every single pitch with the same intention. Just, yeah. like, if, if, if my 0-2 slider is at 86, 87, I'm going to throw my 86, 87 slider in an 0-0 count. I'm just going to throw it into a different spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, right. you also so see that aggression uh, out of the zone on a slider like that. You can't give him a fastball, good. can you? Uh, and that looked like more of the, the curveball. Is that right? That or is, ball, yeah. That's the curve because that's going more 12-6 there, 83. That's, that's the spot that like you dream of uh, down away. Did he not give it to you? That's, uh, no, he did not. Unbelievable. Umpires <laughs> don't know what to do with curveballs. They never give you the high one. And I then know. when you hit the bottom one perfectly, they don't like that one either. I don't get it. <laughs> It's uh, well, we'll get the challenge system. Don't worry, it'll be fine. On a daily basis, um, you see, then he's passive on that one, which might well, suggest that he's going away from it. So you try and go up and in with the fastball. You miss with that one a little bit too high. Uh, and after speed. that, I would imagine you go back to another heater. No, oh, right, I'm, of course, you have this amazing change. Why wouldn't you throw that into one count? Do you find yourself doing that a lot into one counts, trying to go away from a heater there? Uh, it depends. Like mm-hmm. obviously, we show him one in the first at bat. It's a pitch we got him out on. He struck out. So I mean, if it's uh, if there's a good time to go to back to that same pitch as that, you know, it's a two-one count. You don't have to give in. Uh, just you know, like it's a good time to like pull the string and go with that pitch. Yeah, uh, I mean that that's the perfect one because you haven't even shown it to him again. A lefty, and it's fun that like. It's easy to forget that that is such an amazing weapon that you have against lefties because you've been so comfortable throwing not changeups um, against them for a while here. So, two two, you see that aggression down and away. It looks like you're setting up up and in here, um, Sir, and that one makes it a little bit uh, more, I think, down than you were intended. Still um, executing something around the edge, and you got the out. Uh, I think we were trying to front hit front hit yeah. him with that sinker. We were trying sure. to front hit him. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but it's still, you know, 95 with a decent movement. So we were mm-hmm. able to beat him a little bit because he was thinking away with the changeup. So he's like, okay, maybe he'll throw it to me again because he got me out with it in the first half. I just, I, I looked early, like I have to protect 
you know, that part of the, the zone at 89. And then, like, you show him 95, he reacts to it, but he gets beat a little bit enough right. to, you know, get an out. Yeah. How long have you been doing the, the front hip sinker? Ever since I share a rotation with Sonny Gray. Ah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so he was like, absolutely, we got to do this thing together. He pulled you oh aside and told you that. It's just, it's just so cool watching people that do like that. You know, and uh -huh. they, they get those strikeouts and like the battery just looks like, man, like yeah. those are pretty cool. Oh, that's so fun. I mean, you hear about that stuff all the time. Like you, uh, you know, someone joins a team with someone else and it's like, oh my gosh, we have that pitch now. This is the best <laughs> thing. Uh, no idea that you learned that from Sonny. That's so fun. Um, that uh, that one in particular is interesting because you have the changeup that has a similar movement profile in the previous one, right? Um, yep. That he felled off. Uh, when I saw you set up up and in, I thought that would be the more of the four seamer to keep a different uh, aggression on it, right? It's something that's not as similar uh, to the previous one. Uh, but then again, like if you can actually get a front hip, front hip sinker, then like, okay, everything's cool. Um, runner, all right, let's see here. So we have uh, next inning now. I don't know if it's just the uh, fan first thing, pitch. It looks like a sinker inside of Nito. Um, trying to get that aggression on the younger guy the makes a lot of sense. You missed that inside. Half. You follow it up well, with another not? sinker, and this is an interesting one. So, I uh, here we are. So, so Pablo, that was a a, is that a sinker. sinker? Or oh, I don't know. I assumed it was trying to be a backdoor for, uh, sinker after the. Uh, you know better than I do, of course. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I, I'm trying to think that was uh, that was supposed to be a four seam away. Okay. Uh, first up, I would win with the sinker. He followed. He followed back. Mm -hmm. uh, second up, I would go first pitch sinker again. He didn't swing at it. It wasn't that far off. So I think we were just going like. Okay, like let's back in account with a good uh, forcing down and away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So you see him mean, not swinging the first it, one and then swinging aggressively in the second one oh. and not actually be able to handle it, uh, is encouraging, uh, right? I mean, it makes you feel like okay, cool. I can just kind of uh, throw whatever I want there. Seem also followed away. Tells me he's looking inside too. Um, especially considering that wasn't like the most away thing there was. Yeah. Uh, and oh, that's 96. You're trying to spot that four seamer up and in there. Yep. Now we went. Okay. And I now, will tell now you that that last win in Cincinnati. Right. So now, I mean, 2 1 count. If my theory is right, you're not going to throw a fastball here. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a slider here because you're like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to give in to the 2 1 <laughs> fastball stuff. And he passively takes it because he's established that he's looking for a heater at this point, right? He was looking for a fastball. Like he saw yeah. that and he wasn't going to swing at it. Right. Really nice break on that one, too. Uh, and uh, thank you so much, Minnesota, for the lovely camera angle. So at this point, change up or slider, right? Yeah, there it is. Oh, that's a good take. That's a beautiful that's a pitch. Take. Oh, that's so annoying. How, like, you, you do that. That that returns a whiff uh, <laughs> far more often than uh, this take would suggest. Uh, what do you do after that? Well, he recognized it. Uh, and just like... In the first at bat, he um, first at bat we got him on a changeup after the sweeper. I right. think so. I think my thought process right now it's a three-two count. He showed me that he may not swing at it. You know, like that pitch start. Like that that pitch was in the zone for a while. Yeah, we're gonna watch that one more time. It's such a this is such quiet, a nice sweeper. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That pitch was a strike for a long time. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I could throw another one, but like, I'm going to have to like move that pitch a lot closer to the zone. Yeah. And, you know, with, uh, he hasn't that bad. He was late on a 94 fast, so he didn't swing at the other, other one. Mm -hmm. So I think after this pitch, 
because it's been two sweepers in a row. I'm thinking fastball, fastball or changeup. Right. It's something I've actually uh, I've been talking to our staff about, which I uh, it's been a theory of mine for ages is three, two pitches. The first three, two pitch you throw in a bat. Um, I, th- I believe the gap between secondary performance and fastball performance is largest in three, two counts because batters are instantly going to think it's a fastball in three, two counts. And then if you throw anything that is remotely looking like one, uh, they will swing out of their shoes for uh, for ages. Uh, Carl Reagans does this endlessly. I think like it's an absurd amount of three two pitches he throws his changeups and has success with it. Yeah, I will, I will I heard jump for joy if this is a changeup that's count, executed. Leading off the fourth inning. I mean, yeah, you just threw a fastball. Ball. That's good. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it looks like he wasn't expecting one. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was not looking for a fastball there. Then I'm so happy you didn't throw a changeup. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Uh, throw that fastball every single time. I mean, the previous pitch did show, like, if you're taking that, you are not looking for heat. Uh, it's yeah. that simple. Um, Division, and, especially yeah, that's great. That <laughs> Moving on. Battles with uh, beautiful. The that's the a first pitch uh, slider away. Drew swings at it. Beautiful execution. And then that's the change of backdoor that you were talking about before. Yep. But instead of doing that in, in a two-strike count, you're trying to do that at a, at a one-strike count now. Yeah, oh one. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to play the game where like it comes from the same place a sweeper did, mm-hmm. and then like if they don't recognize it, like they're gonna swing at like they already saw the movement going the other way. Right. So like yeah, I mean I could go back to it, but like I think with Drury, I remember Drury with Cincinnati. I think I got him on a changeup one. So yeah, so I had that changeups are always open. I thought they the changeups is a good option against Drury. So mm-hmm. like. It's a good opportunity to throw one, especially if we play the tunneling game with the sweeper. Yeah, well, it's interesting because it, it the changeup goes against one of the things you mentioned about Drury, which is that he's really good at low pitches, right? Yep. So if you throw that changeup, you really got to be careful to ensure that's either low enough or I guess, I mean, we never see the high changeup working. So it pretty much always oh, be low gosh, enough no. with the changeup. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I think what Only MLB the show, guys, playing, okay? Uh, this one is playing it like... It, it started in the same place as Sweeper did, mm-hmm. and then obviously it didn't sweep, it came back. Right, of course. So you see that, you see also aggression on two off-speed. You would be inclined to throw an off-speed pitch here, no? Yep. To Drury. So we got O uh, two pitch here to, to Drury. And you throw that sweeper again. Uh, and that's one of those that I feel you didn't give him one that would really be competitive for him to showcase what he's looking for, right? Yeah, and like that's that's a pretty much a non-competitive pitch. Obviously, in an O2 count, you all, you don't want to you don't want to leave that pitch hanging in the middle of the zone. So like sometimes we like over exaggerate. Like I gotta get right. this pitch away. Right. No, of course. Uh, I the reason I'm asking it is now that you've thrown that, do you feel like okay, wait, let me try that again and actually do the thing I'm supposed to do, or is it more of okay, I should probably move away from that now? I would move, move. I would move away from now. Like if I have in my nose that changeups are always open, I would mm-hmm. be inclined to throw a changeup or, or go back to a fastball. That makes sense. One and two. And you two try and two. do the changeup and misses away. Uh, two two. Was, uh, I'm thinking going to go fastball back here now. Oh man! And you had him too. Ah, oh, <laughs> so close. I uh, 95 just inside. You see Drury get upright, and I love that because it's really showcasing that was the right call of. Hey, you're throwing everything away at that point. You yep. see that he's leaning out over it, and then well, you he, have him sit up. 
Yeah, he was leaning because, like, he, based on his reaction and how close that pitch is to the zone, that means he was, like, way, like, yeah. way out there. Oh. oh, man, that, that like, it makes me happy and sad at the same time because I was like, oh, you, oh it's right there, but it was the right thing. <laughs> um, now it's kind of tough, right? Because, again, 3-2 count. Uh, he also, if you go back there, you remember, well, that's where he got that flare in the first inning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Change-ups are always open. I would imagine 3-2 change-up would be the call. To Drury. Oh, you get him, beautiful. <laughs> Change-ups are always open. Yep. The latest shirt from Pablo Lopez, everybody. Um, beautiful, you get it inside. You get him done. Moving on. Fourth inning, uh, two outs here. First pitch. It the is that backdoor changeup again uh, to a hoppy. And I got to say, I don't think... I think you're the only pitcher I've really seen to throw that backdoor changeup like that as a righty to a righty. Um, anytime I think about changeups to, to same-handedness, it's always uh, down and in, right? It's yeah. always in that... Um, that Almost that danger zone and you go just past it. That's so tempting. A backdoor changeup like that, I think that's really cool. I don't even see lefties, I don't think, do that to lefties. So, yeah. Uh, that, would, that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see in the chat, Kyle Hendricks. Does Kyle Hendricks do backdoor, though? He's got two he's different for... changeups, though. I think he's got. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. I think he's got two like different ones. I think, I don't know which one it is, but the ones he throws to right is, I don't know if that's the one that has that little like running action. Sure. Or, like, or the one that goes more straight down. But I do know he's got two. Right. Oh, man. All right. Backdoor changeups. Look at this. Uh, so there's a sweeper. And you're trying to get another. that one more in the zone at 01, I would think, than trying to get a whiff uh, as that one was more down in the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at, at 1 1 here, uh, you're going wow. with another changeup. And you can see he's very far ahead of me. Fouls it down the left field line. Um, foul. So you see that again, he's still looking heater even in this 1 1. Uh, and are you going to avoid the fastball that here at one two? Within the game, uh, I wouldn't necessarily avoid it. Left center and deep. Uh, as he as he was a changeup in the middle ish, it was not as down as you would want. Fly it out to left center field. Probably skipped your your heart skipped a beat. A little bit, uh, yeah. You saw that. Just a little bit. Right it's kind of the end of the bat. It's fine. Even right now, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I I like I said, like I. I I knew what he was capable of doing with that fastball well located after mm -hmm. off speeds in a row. So like in the back of my head, the moment I hear a change of I'm like, yeah, I'm like, let's go with it because like with the fastball I would need to be a little too specific, hit this and this and that, you know, X and Y. So let's go with the change of that he was a little upfront and just as, you know, big league hitter, talented, made the adjustment and he hit it decently hard. But he got enough on the end of the bat because it was a change up. Oh, yeah. I mean it, was, it looked like it was the right call, but even though that was if he's looking for that, that is going to be hit even further, I think. Yeah. So this uh, is so why I think we picked a good. Yeah. This is why I think we picked a good game today because up to, up to this point, it's been cruising, you know, four innings, yeah, right. 49 pitches. And oh, man. This, is, this is how quick things can happen in baseball. So, like, you know, like we like we don't realize how quick some things can happen based on sequencing, putting people on base for free and all that. So, like, these are the games that happen a lot of times like you're cruising and then you hit that one bad inning what that inning that there's a lot of stressful counts so like sure. this like this is a cool stuff to talk about like oh I, did, I can't wait these are the games you go you go back and look and like this is how i need to get better like obviously sure. i hate i hate watching the games where you know like i do stuff that 
allows the other team to score runs, but you have to suffer through watching those to get better, man. That's of course, it's always in the failures, right? Uh, what yeah. is, what is growth without failure? So I uh, let's, let's watch this here. Um, so we have a first pitch changeup taken for a strike, and at that point, okay, kind of feels like even if I was looking for a fastball, he probably would have swung at that one. Uh, so you don't really get too much information from that first pitch from Adele, who I honestly imagine after swinging four straight pitches in the first at bat, he's just like, I need to take one. I need to do that. Uh, and then a sweeper pulled to the left side, so it's a 1-1 one, one count. One and one. Uh, with Adele, uh, you were trying to get this at bat over with quickly imagine a one one with the sinker missing inside yeah yeah uh, we're going to take advantage of that aggression make something happen action pitch right right uh misses too far inside and at that point it's it's interesting because you know, i was talking about before about the adjustments you can make and you've missed oh, east west on both sides now right uh too far in on the sinker too far away with a sweeper how are you thinking in your head of how to stabilize that gotta shrink it you yeah. gotta shrink you gotta shrink the east west like yeah Especially now that it's it's a two one count, make it competitive, but make it a good one in the zone. Like mm -hmm. you went too extreme this way, you went too extreme this way. Just like get back in. Right. I uh, you know what I I I would think in my head is try to get a curveball because that is more of the north south, right? That to me my focus was always like when I get on that is like getting on top of it, going straight as opposed to uh as opposed to going inside or outside, just like get it up and down. I, uh, and it's sometimes it's, uh, it oh my God, that's so good. I'm sorry. Ah, it's beautiful. Two, one changeup. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Getting on top of that too would work, I guess too, but, uh, that's a beautiful pitch of two, one. Um, and you're also even talking about with Brandon Drury, you're like, okay, cool. The changeup is always there, but honestly, Pablo, like it's always there regardless of it's Drury. <laughs> this is your moneymaker. It's the best. Uh, and you finally see, uh, uh Adele swing out of his shoes. At two one for that one out of the zone, two two. I would oh, think you go back here. to it. Uh, fastball two. up and in. So are you? Are you? Did you? What was yeah? What was the thought about going back to a fastball there? Yeah, I think we were going. To, I, I don't think it was supposed to be that up and in. I think it was supposed oh, to sure. just be up, like over the play up. And mm -hmm. going back to the first at bat, we got him on a fastball that was probably right. higher higher than that and closer to him yeah so yeah. like you know like he he is willing to swing at a fastball up in the zone but again like these are big leaguers they make adjustments like with two strikes they're aware like this is how he got me out of the last at bat i have to sure. be careful of it and yeah he didn't swing at it do you find that um it's interesting because you're playing the same game right so do you find yourself the second time through that more batters adjust to handle the thing you beat them with the first time, or they are still stuck in the same thing. You, I mean, you have to, yeah. you have to, you have to try for yourself, right? Like you're not going to find out unless you do it. Like you get someone out on a change up the next at bat, they put the barrel on it and like, okay, he, he was looking to make the adjustment to the pitch mm -hmm. that got him out. Some guys, sometimes they just can lay off. You can just stay with the same plan, the same approach and it'll work out. So it's about willing to try and find out and like, yeah, I mean, we try to go up, got it to a very similar spot and like, like, okay, this guy uh, was paying attention to what I would try to do with two strikes. Absolutely. Uh, and it's also Adele who's, you know, made some progress throughout the entire season oh, uh, here in September. Uh, so props to him what for that. Uh, three, two count. Let's see. Is it a fastball? It is. And it's well, down. I uh, take ball four for Adele. 
Uh, and now you have a man on first uh, as well, I get the wrong it. pitch. Man on first, you just walked uh, the first batter of the inning. Obviously, never something that's you know what you want to happen. Are you thinking carefully about this about with Walsh? It's a 3 nothing game in the top of the fifth inning. Um, is there a certain approach that you generally would take in this situation? Yeah, get back in the zone. And mm-hmm. I remember this game, uh, the scoreboard people were trying a new graphic or something. So <laughs> every time the other team would walk someone, they would put walks with will hunt you. Oh, no. Like, walks are going to get you. And then, like, obviously, I wasn't thinking about that in the moment. I was thinking about that after the game. But, like, right. after, a, after a lead off walk, you know, you're trying to get back in the zone, like force them to swing the bat at earn their way on rather than like putting them for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you just want to tag, you want to be in the zone. You don't want to fall behind. You just want to, you know, like make something happen. Obviously best case scenario, you're looking for a four, four, six, three to like get two outs. Sure. One pitch. And when you're thinking to yourself, like to get in the zone, is it okay? That means I got to go fastball now. Or do you think? No, 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 else? not necessarily like mm-hmm. whatever pitch this is just, challenging design and especially yeah. walsh like uh walsh uh i play against him in the minor leagues um he's you know he can make damage when he puts a uh, bat on the ball he takes his walks like he right. he he's got a good eye he recognizes good pitches outside uh, inside or outside the zone so especially against against a guy like that you walk someone you got a selective guy on the plate now just like get back in the zone Cool. All right, let's see. from Japan. Maybe it's and I'm not surprised, honestly. I mean, when I asked the thing about the fastballs, thinking myself, now it's going to say the changeup because the changeup again, uh, it's always there. Uh, 87. Even though that you know, of, of all places to put it, probably not ideal inside the zone. There, still, it is your pitch, and you just get back in the zone. Walsh is probably going to take the first one after Assistant walking trainer. somebody. Yeah, that's the general mo of a lot of guys too. Uh, and you one, go back to it uh, again, miss down low. Um, is it, it, yeah, at this point, it's two straight changeups. Walsh has seen it twice now. Is that in your head? Or are you thinking, no, I'm just going to keep attacking with it until I get beat on this pitch? Could have been either way. Uh, mm-hmm. this is a pitch that gets me. Uh, and again, I think I had the walk thing in my, back in my mind. Like I just walk someone, I have a patience guy in the zone. It's a one, one count. Last thing I want to do is fall behind two, one. I'm going to mm-hmm. challenge him with this pitch. And, and again, I think also like having a percentage of my conviction being thinking about throwing a strike instead of just getting the pitch to the zone. I think it's what caused me to, you know, like not be as aggressive to the right spot in this pitch. Sure. Uh, Honestly, it's so shocking to hear you say that because I don't know. I think of a lot of pitchers. I can see that. Yeah. There are a lot of guys that really struggle with their command and you can see it constantly pitch by pitch. I I say it as either you're struck, you're fighting yourself or the batter. And uh, I see so many pitchers that are just fighting themselves and they can't locate and they can't execute. Uh, not something I would classify with you. Sure, in the moment, it's a little bit harder. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just think like, oh man, Pablo, you got this. You're fine. Right. Uh, it's a one-one count. It's not the end of the world. But I yeah, think right. I, but you know, you walk, you walk oh, the of previous course. guy. It's like it's a one-one it count. It gets the, uh, in everything. Yeah. yeah you want to get proceed. It's either for us over here to be like, oh, you're fine, buddy. And you're like, no, man. The mound is an island, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so here's a one-one pitch after two uh, two changeups, and, and there's a fastball down the middle that Walsh it's took. A fast one and just like that, uh, and one he's game. he's in that moment of taking two changeups, looking for that heater, finds it, goes down the middle. 
And you were saying you were thinking Our about that uh, the walk. Lopez. Understandable. Uh, we're going to move on from that. That's, I mean, that's the anatomy of a home run. There it is. That moment happens, and yeah. often you get punished when you're at your weakest, and that's just baseball. You know, yeah, walks will haunt you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I'm right. So you missed with the first pitch changeup. Uh, and, and you're probably thinking, just get back in the zone again, like establish something good and get into a rhythm. And he hits a sinker. It looks like a 95 that was down, uh, up the middle for a single, um, talk to me right now. I mean, what, what are the things that you go to internally to get you back on track? Man, just got to slow the game down, you know, walk, homer, single, single with like a pitch that. Could have been an out, but like he right. hit it to the right spot. He hit it hard. So like right now it's just like, I got to get this guy right here. Uh, I have to get myself, like slow myself down, you know, whether that's breathing, whether that's calling the catcher off for a mountain visit. Yeah. But like you have to regroup. You have to pretty much forget what happened to that point and then focus on the very next pitch. And you got to get this next guy because if not, like things are going to continue just spiraling down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you this, Pablo. I uh, hopefully all of us in chat can say uh, the words with me, but I uh, just remember us saying, Hey, you're dope, Pablo. Okay. <laughs> you're good. You got this. Uh, change up is always there. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, there are times I've also seen guys in that moment feel like they need to get their confidence, not from their bread and butter. That would be, I think for you, be your four seamer and your change up. Um, but something new, even say so like, look, let me, let me try something else for a moment and feel good about that so that I can get into another rhythm. And it's not just like me getting beat by that one thing, right? Because I was two fastballs, I think, in three pitches uh, that just got hit. I would imagine there would be some inclination to be like, all right, I'm going to throw more sweepers here. I'm going to throw more curves or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You hear you hear that often. Like sometimes uh, you, you don't have a feel for your fastball and like throw a different pitch. Like throw a different pitch. Right. Like regain that like you know like that uh that good mechanics that feel regain that feel for being able to throw strikes with a different pitch and then come back to your fastball if that's the pitch you're missing with like yeah pitches complement they complement each other like if especially if you see that you know they're they're on the fastball like why not move up to something else you know we work on other things for situations like that cool uh all right so here we are man on first one out um if i do this correctly i'm good at tech i promise I, uh, uh, oh, I missed the first pitch here. I, uh, you start off um, Fletcher, who again doesn't strike out. You start him with oh, a right. slider. He's very aggressive on it. Um, at eighty three, I love this. Again, you're going away to something new here, and the slider has been fantastic. Um, in this game, you get a strike. Fletcher's aggressive. So, is that a thought of okay, secondary stuff slower is maybe what he's on, but then Fletcher's kind of one of those guys that can adapt to anything. I, I think, uh, you know, hitting is contagious, just like pitching, mm-hmm. just hitting is contagious. Like Fletcher saw the previous two guys hit a homer, hit a single, mm-hmm. like the, he wants to go there and keep the party going, keep something yeah. happening, keep the momentum going. And like, I'm pretty sure if I throw a fastball, like who, like I'm, I'm more willing to say with a fastball, who could have put the barrel on and more yeah. than he did on the sweeper. So like, you know, they, they want to, they want to keep the good thing going. That's a great point. I love that. Um, yeah, it's why I the rule of thumb, man gets on second base. The first time man gets on second base, the first pitch you throw is not a fastball because everybody wants to hit that run in. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly right. Still the same kind of idea with that. And as we saw with this 0-1 pitch, it's a changeup down at 87. Not a bad pitch. Honestly, I think that's exactly from what you're saying. They want to keep that going. You want to take advantage of that aggression. And Fletcher's, man, how's he spinning on that back door? Changeup, maybe it hadn't been established the the, the two directions enough at that point. Uh, but, uh, I mean, that's a solid pitch, if you yeah, ask also- me. Fletcher says no to it. And at that point, you got to go heater, right? Well, it brings to mind. Yeah, you go 94 sinker inside. He fouls it off. And that's a very defensive one, too, uh, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, it's a very defensive one. But again, like he he likes to play that game. He likes to Mm -hmm. pepper the ball the other way. He doesn't Mm -hmm. strike out. He's always putting the ball in play. So any other batter, you can be like, I can sneak this one by him because he hasn't shown anything. A guy like him, you just have to know. It's about mixing and matching all the time because – if you get caught up on the hole, I'm going to strike you out thing. You're going to end up in, you know, right. high, uh, high leverage counts. Yeah. Are you thinking right now to this one too, that it's a, that you're trying to get a double play here or are you trying to actually put him away? I'm, I'm thinking to end the at bad. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to make this a good pitch, but like, I'm not going to try to make you chase because I know you won't. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd say go oh. back to it, honestly. Too few. Oh, that's such a, oh, man. Fletcher, he, he doesn't strike out. He doesn't swing <laughs> that. <laughs> The slider down in a way that Fletcher just follows all the way through. And to me, that just says sinker inside again. Um, and so you get you go fastball, but it goes out a little up and away. And I'm still thinking that that inside edge is all yours because that one foul ball was in outed way foul. Yeah. looked like down yeah. the right field line. Yeah, I think that one just like right. It's kind of exciting. It's like, oh, man, well, cool. I get another chance at this thing because he didn't really see that. He saw something that went away. Home runs, it's a real challenge. Um, and you go with the changeup inside, and he tries to fist this. This is a great pitch because uh, he's a little off balance thinking that's that fastball again that he saw in 94. Changeup is always there. You fly it out to right. You get that first out, and that first out feels so good, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially like, after all the three previous at bats. Yeah, right? Uh, so you get a 95 in there. Uh, Stefanik is, is being a little passive, surprisingly. Um, fouls off 95 angle. upstairs, uh, which is a fantastic pitch with from from you. We actually really haven't seen it too much a couple times in this one, but not really right at the top of the zone. That tempting part fouls that off and 2 It's got to be a breaking ball now, right? This is a nine hitter. You just threw two fastballs set up for this. You should, yeah, you should. <laughs> sure, that's, that sounds right. But I, think, I don't think I do. Oh, you want me to fastball back upstairs? Yeah, that's uh, if you look yeah. at the catcher's glove, uh, he was supposed to be down. And I do remember Stefanik. Oh, I see. Right. You see that push out. Yeah. Right? Uh, Stefanik is one of those rare cases, you know, like Albert Pujols, just to mm-hmm. say, like, it's like when you look at their heat maps, it's one of those cases, like, it's interesting how they handle better the fastballs up in the zone that they do oh. down in the zone. You know, usually, right. like, because, you know, it's easier to, like, handle the pitches la- uh, down, like, knee high and all that. Like, with him, I thought it was interesting to the point that I still remember, like you with the fastballs, you have to go down. Right. And then like, I think, I think I was just trying to sneak a fastball by him. I knew mm-hmm. I had to be perfect with it up to this point. He only seen fastballs. He, he never saw anything else from me. So yes, I do agree. I should have gone with a different pitch. I think I played a, a high risk, low reward game. Go with going with this fastball because sure. I needed to be too fine with it to work. And, Ended up being up in the zone, and he like did what he, he did, like what he does so well with those pitches out there. Right. Yeah. The uh, this swing to me is uh, is I mean, yeah, he got 
you know, it was unfortunate that it happened to go in the same exact spot the second time. Um, it makes all the sense in the world that that down and away fastball would uh, would freeze him a lot more and be much more effective. I see a swing at like a high fastball like that. Uh, and I'm like, Those oh man, this guy is just, he's like jumping out of the shoes for right. it. Uh, yeah, give up I would just give player. him, yeah, my, my, my mind goes straight to like, okay, you get it down. Um, PJ in the comments even mentions uh, could be a ground ball for a double play at that point. Um, and here you, this is interesting because normally this works. This is Shenuel, um getting a a slider, a first pitch. You have a man in scoring position um, now. Book says you don't throw a fastball. You don't throw a bad one. This is traditionally what we call free real estate, which is an OO breaking ball for a strike that everyone will take. And he ins and outs it and pushes it to left field. And it's just kind of like, all right. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Was there a, a, you know, was this a surprise to you? I mean, it's a surprise to me watching it. It a little bit, but going back to what I mentioned to you, his last at bat, we mm-hmm. went with the OO slider at eight yeah. seven, and then I right before this at bat, I had a mound visit, mm-hmm. and it was all about get this guy, get ahead, stay ahead, and then the moment I hear slider and the pitch come. I'm like, get it in the zone. And I think that took away some aggressiveness from the pitch. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like it's an OO count, throw your good aggressive one, just aim it, just find the starting point so it ends in the zone. Right. Like, I'm not saying that it would have been different, but you know, like if I throw like this, the one I did the last at bad in that same spot, who knows what would have happened, you know, but like I'm left yeah, wondering yeah, like up on a month later, more aggressive with it. Right. That's so yeah, that one's the one at 83 that you were talking about, 87 versus 83. Um, the way that you throw it and everything uh, changes that. And that's actually really yeah. interesting. That wasn't intended to be an 83 mile per hour pitch. Yeah, no, it was the left. And down for a hit, it'll tie the game. Right. Oh, that's, that's so fascinating. I never would have thought about that. That's great. Uh, so here you are. You're, you get into trouble here. It's a 3-3 game. And you go back to the, the slider here against Neto. Doesn't swing at that. Um, so one oh, you go with a sinker one, one. and uh, you nail it down and in. At this point, it kind of looks like that Neto is just being patient. Um, it's not really giving you any sort of information. So at that point, uh, what what is your plan of attack right now? One one, you got. I mean, are you trying to think ground ball, get out of the inning as fast as you can, or are you thinking more about specifically getting to that strike, getting to the second strike here? I'm looking to get him out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking for that ground ball. I'm looking for a strikeout, like. Obviously, you take a one-pitch, one-out in any situation, but there are times that you do need a strikeout. There are times oh, yeah. that you can search for that, and I think this is one of those. So, like, mm-hmm. we went with the slider away. We went with the sinker in. He didn't swing at the sinker. We can go back to it, or we can yeah. go up in the zone. He hasn't yeah. seen that. Absolutely, yeah. And, and actually watching this now, oh, man, that's Sweet. a beautiful slider, though. I mean, that's great. And if he makes contact, honestly, there's a world that you're upset he doesn't make contact because if he does, that's probably a double play. Um, it is something of note that I don't think we've seen as many uh, inside and high four seamers as I normally do from you. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe that, that's more of a transition from, you know, from Miami to Minnesota. But uh, when, yeah, when I think a lot of your games, it's so many of those uh, up and in four seamers. Uh, we're not seeing as much, but I mean, there are there are rare times I'm like, why didn't you do that one? You know, and of course, you know, he swings at the the one one slider. You throw another one, you get the strikeout. It's beautiful. That's a, that's a great one there. Um, but uh, yeah, that's good. so satisfying. Cool. Okay, you're just one out out of this. It's still a three three game. You've got this. You just got to get your team into the dugout, right? Yeah, and you know, this is a guy that 
he this guy can hurt you so yeah you're, you're looking, careful with that here yeah you have to be careful you want to be yeah you want to again you want to end the inning you want to be in the zone but this is a guy that can hurt you 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 can give yourself a little like wiggle room to like pitch around absolutely right so exactly so you see third base you see that as a base open i imagine yeah uh, for for jury here because this is would you say this is the most dangerous um batter in this lineup for you um uh, yeah yeah i would say right cool all right so what, what are you going with here what's your first one Changes always open <laughs> change is always there uh i, I swear we got to make that shirt now um all right so you go with the fastball up and in and you get a fastball 94 that he doesn't handle it's pretty down the middle there yeah i think that's just i don't know like after the first pitch you never want to you never want to throw something that close to someone but like Mm -hmm. you can use it to your advantage sometimes like yeah that that mean that makes everyone uncomfortable right right that, that makes everyone uncomfortable so like you can go ahead and then like Okay, let's see how he's feeling after that. Like mm-hmm. that pitch was way up. That pitch was very non-competitive. Like, will he be more aggressive? Will he be more patient? Like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna challenge you and find out. Yeah, that's a oh man. So so you see that though. Okay, one and one. You see him not handling that fastball. <sighs> I mean, do you stay with it then, or do you feel like you go away from it? Well, I think that's one of those that you got away with it because of the mm-hmm. previous pitch. Like if you throw it again, get it to a good spot, I would move on to something else. Yeah, yeah sure. Out of the way, you so one, 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 we get, we get a slider um, down and away and you can see how Taylor, upset he is. Under it. Yeah. Um, it has a Inning. decent amount Over. of the zone. It's not the meatiest breaking ball I've ever seen or anything like that, but still jury looked upset. And uh, I mean, was that kind of where you were going with that? Yeah, we, I mean, we were going to like, we sped him up, sped him up, like inside, then he fouled it off. I got away with it. Like, okay, I have to move on to a different pitch. And mm-hmm. then just like, just because of like the timing was adjusted to the fastball, like I knew I had the opportunity to like make this pitch in the zone and like look for something to happen. Where like if I get too fine and like try to aim for the corner, could be a ball. So we were, I mean, I was trying to, it's a one, one count again, like make a good pitch close to the zone and just we show so much on this side of the, on, on the arm side of the plate. Let's expose something up to the glove side. Yeah. That makes all the sense. Uh, and it, ugh, come on, it's gotta be like the best feeling when you see a batter react like that. <laughs> it's, oh man. Uh, so we have one more inning left and by the way, Pablo, this has been so incredible. Thank you so much for being a part of this with us. Uh, so you have a, uh, first pitch breaker uh, that looked like the curveball at 80 miles per hour. And yeah, actually, you know, there've been other games that you've really utilized that curveball. Was it a conscious note to not really utilize them much in this game? I think we knew, uh, sweeper was, uh, better for like mm-hmm. that specific lineup that night. So, Obviously, uh, we still had it if we needed to use it, but we, I think going into the game, the plan was leaning more with the, with the slider. Sure. And I mean, this is also the third time through this lineup. Yeah. Is there is that a conscious thing, too, about first time through, I want to show them this thing. Second time, I want to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Third time through, like if you have something that you haven't shown them, now's the time to use it, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, so one oh, you miss uh, miss with the curveball, and you get it. You throw a fastball away that Ohapi is just like, nah, I can't handle that one. It could have been just a timing thing. It 
does seem like a swing that but wasn't, you know, he was ready for it and he couldn't quite do it. Um, were you scared throwing another one at that point? Or are you feeling like, nah, he, he can't hit this thing? No, because uh, that's the one area in the first two at-bats that we had him. Like the first two at-bats when he put the ball in play, everything was on the arm side. That's yeah. one lane we had in here with the fastball. So I would be fine going to that area or like go back uh, to that, you know, that, that line lane right. or then just go with the off speed. So you go with the slider. He's beat actually by it. He's surprised by it. He puts, he puts up his arms, which tells me that he was thinking that was going to be a fastball inside and before this, the sweeper comes back over. Yeah. Um, which is just, uh, to me, I still get a smile from that, even though you got a ball because you knew that you made the right choice. Um, yeah, right. And also tells me to one that he's there's no reason for him to switch off of fastball at this point. Salary. So oh, yeah. well, change up's always there. Uh, change up is always not- there. Don't worry. Do it again. Three one. Come on. Show me a three one change up, Pablo. Hammer okay, fine. Short. Slider. Good. I like, I like that better in a swing. Yeah, that's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> either one is fine. I, I, I love the fact that you don't give in. That was a three one count, and a lot of guys would just throw a fastball in there and give Hoppy what he wanted. Nope, you threw a slider that wasn't. I mean, there are prettier sliders that you've thrown in your day. Didn't matter. You got in the zone and you get an out. Like, it, uh, I love that. You know, let batters get themselves out get the uh, and don't give in with the fastball. Um, that's annoying too. Oh, because you had him. The way that Adele just was starting to swing and he pulled it back. Uh, do you see that and think, okay, I throw another one here or do you go with something else? Well, I know that sinkers an option there i yeah. just have to get it a little closer you know right like he was committed to that pitch no oh, yeah, like half so of close. the time like <laughs> that pitch is one or two balls closer to the song he, he's swinging at that right so that, that just lets me know like this is a pitch i can work with just right you know get it a little closer shrink it shrink it just a little bit more and you and you're observing this too right you're paying attention to all of this and, and adjusting the sequencing based on that yeah, yeah, you read swings just as much as you read takes. Yeah. Oh man, reading swings I think is the, the, the best part of this game that needs. I uh, yeah. You couldn't throw that off speed stuff. It, it's over. the best. Okay, so you don't actually go back with that sinker though. You went with a slider and you got an easy strike. Call it free real estate. Adele didn't Whoa. want that one. Back in that you wonder if you can go back to it when you really need it. Now nah, you get the sinker inside and you get the, the out. Why not? The Just take it. <laughs> Sinkers early in counts for outs, everyone. It's so valuable, so good. Pablo does it so well. 1-1 gets a free out. Done. Executed much better once the first one. And you're at 85 pitches here. Two outs in the sixth. Um, You probably know this is likely your last inning, right? Was there is there some mentality that you have of once you hit a certain limit that you know you probably won't be out there for the next inning? Um you you grow to understand how sometimes things work when it comes to like that so i think i had a good understanding that that was probably my last inning and Mm -hmm. then given how the fifth inning went i knew i needed this one two three inning you know i knew to i had to like put this shutdown inning right here right now and like give the give the team give the offense a chance to go back in the dugout and make something happen especially on a night like that that's the day we clinched the division like that was a fun night for us for twins territory twins fans so yeah i mean i knew like i need to make this inning a one two three right now definitely and uh when you get to this point in that game do you find that either a you feeling more fatigued and do you find something else to give you that extra adrenaline 
Are you saving it for certain moments? Uh, how do you handle that moment when you get up to that wall? Man, it's, it's about location. Location is mm-hmm. the last thing I want to lose. Uh, I ha- One time I had a pitching coach say that when you're tired, the first things you lose is not velo, it's location. Yeah. Be- because you see people trying to like, oh, I'm getting tired. I still need to throw 95. Yeah, you're going to throw right. 95. You're just not going to hit your spot. Yeah. So like I go back to obviously, you know, the way you work, the way you condition, you, pr- you train your body, you hope that after 85 pitches, like everything's going to be there. But like it's about just like making – you know, like making the pitch in the right spot. It's about location. It's about command. Like in the sixth inning, if I don't have 95, I have 93. How do I throw the best 93 I can right now? Yeah, that, that makes all sense. Right. Uh, I remember my coach would be like, okay, when you get tired, your arm lags and you have a slower arm circle than you expect. So if you need to get your arm out of your glove faster um, when you're uh, when you're later in the game um, and get that arm up quicker. Uh, it affects everyone differently. Some people are like, no, man, I'm totally fine. I just have more adrenaline and everything's great. So that's amazing for them. Uh, so here you are, you have uh changeups always there, especially against the lefty with Walsh. Who is that, that's gotta be in your mind. You just threw a fastball for a home run off of him. You don't want to give him another fastball. You don't want to give him another fastball, at least not middle, middle, you know, right. there's a spell you can go with it. It's just, uh, count management. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you have other weapons. You have other weapons you can go, you can go with. Right. You also have an open base too. Um, and uh, if you don't want to give in at all, I mean, you, oh man, <laughs> that's a 94. It's like you like, screw it. I'm just going to throw it. And I uh, you're going to try and do something with it. You can see how he's leaned over right now and he's very upset. He didn't hit that. Um, you can't give him another fastball. Can you, or are you the kind of guy that's like, you know what? I'm going to just beat you on the fastball. Cause he got one off the homer before. And I got to do this. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes if you get too caught up on that and those ego matches, yeah, <laughs> they come back to you, good. So. good answer, Pablo. I love that. Uh, I would go with something else. Yeah. Uh, so here are one one. Uh, changeup is always there. Uh, two one coming. I would imagine it's a slider now. Oh, we go with another changeup. That's a beautiful one down and away as he fouls it off. And at two two, if he's swinging at that and missing that, he got to go a third one and do the gambit. It was what I would say. Uh, oh, that's, that's such a perfect pitch to end it on, though. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's that's the in just inside a slider off the plate that Walsh swings over for your 90th pitch to get your uh, to get your strikeout uh, to end this game. And uh, that's got to be a great one to end on. Oh, no, it was a great one. You know, he he got me the last of bad with the homer, the two run bomb and all that. Uh, and I already gave I already gave him enough fastballs to stir up at. You know, I threw one by him and then I'm like, this guy, you know, he's a good hitter. Like he's gonna be on it again. Like let's move his eyesight down. And not only his eyesight was moved down, it was also moved away. Right. So like we had all that room inside. Yeah. And then like like if I like now that I have that pitch that goes inside with that movement, like let's go with it. And like you said, like that's a that's a good pitch to end, you know, that night that game after the fifth inning go out and put that one two three six inning i end, end it like that i mean yeah it's it's, it's, it's fun it's you know it's like it's like the good things you take from those games like i was able yeah. to bounce back and have one last good inning and then mm-hmm. we ended up winning the game we ended up clinching the division and all was good in the world oh man pablo we did it we got through all 90 pitches of this game uh you've been so gracious with your time i mean i I can't believe that was an hour and a half. I uh, really thank you so much. I uh, just the best time. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody, thank you all so much for joining us in chat. 
uh, and listening online as well. Uh, but Pablo, really, thank you so much for joining me today. Ah, thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks to everyone that joined. And like I said, I can talk about pitching for days <laughs> and, you know, like I love it. And you have such a good thing going on, like the pitcher list people, the pitcher list community. I think baseball right now with so many cool platforms, access to so many like information. I think we're in such a good spot and like, yeah, anytime you want to do something like this, I'm always free because, you know, you're the best Pablo. Seriously. I mean, fans are what make everything good, fun. What, what makes everything matter. And like this one good way to grow the pitching world. I appreciate that. We love you, Pablo. Thank you so much really for taking your time with us. Uh, this, this is a dream come true. So thank you for this. Thanks to everybody uh, uh, listening and, and joining us today, but that is it. So on behalf of Pablo Lopez, my name is Nick Pollock and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks again.